I'm Ed Peters, and speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to verse 1 of Romans chapter 12. We began looking at this verse on our previous study, and we continue here today. Paul opens this verse by drawing an important inference from the truth set forth in the opening 11 chapters of this letter. He continues to speak of God's mercy which he has been demonstrating thus far throughout the first 11 chapters of this book. He then urges the believer to offer their bodies as a living sacrifice in contrast to dead animal sacrifices or perhaps living in the sense of having the new life of the Holy Spirit. His desire is that a believer's life will become more than just ritual activity but the involvement of heart, mind, and will. Here, once again, is what he writes. Therefore, my brothers, I implore you by God's mercy to offer your very selves to him, a living sacrifice dedicated and fit for his acceptance, the worship offered by mind and heart. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is peace. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is love, there is comfort in my star.
Paul tells us that we are to yield our bodies, or, in other words, our total personalities. The body is the instrument through which we express ourselves, the mind, the affections, the will, and the Holy Spirit can use the body. By an act of the will, we place our total personalities at the disposal of God. This is our reasonable service, our rational service, and it is well-pleasing to God. Now here to bring us our study is Pastor Henry Harder. I urge you, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service. That's how Paul opens chapter 12 of this letter to the Romans. I spoke yesterday of the importance of this body with its soul and spirit and all its functions. That, Paul writes, is to be placed like a sacrifice on the altar and dedicated wholly to the Lord. We often speak of the salvation of the soul, that is our immaterial part. But salvation also has within its scope the body, the material part. When Paul uses the word body here, he has reference to all that that material part of us stands for and does. The consummation of redemption or salvation includes the resurrection of this body. Now Paul writes that to sacrifice or offer that body is an act of service. Think of that for a moment and let it speak to you. What I believe Paul is saying is something extremely significant and urgent. By our bodies, he includes everything that that body does. If that's true, then Paul is telling us here that true service is the act of offering to the Lord our bodies with everything that that body does each day. That's real service to God. Everything we do as believers is an act of service. True service doesn't happen only when we go to church or perform some liturgy or ritual or when we perform some humanitarian deed. Real service is doing our job for him. We place it on the altar as a sacrifice and dedicate it to him. That gives dignity to any job. No job is then amoral. No job for the believer is then only secular. While that last word of this first verse means service, it may also mean worship. The verse would then read, I urge you in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice pleasing to God, which is your spiritual worship. The history of that Greek word used by Paul here evolved from serve to worship. So both meanings are there. If we understand worship, then Paul is saying that everything we as believers do in this body is to be considered an act of worship. That's what placing this body on the altar means. We sacrifice this body and all it does to him. True worship doesn't happen only when we go to church or perform some liturgy or ritual. Real worship is doing our job for him. That doesn't mean that we need not go to church to worship God in the fellowship of other believers, but it means that while I say I will go to church to worship God, 
It also means I will go to the factory and worship the Lord. I will go to the office and worship God. I will go out into the field and worship God. That too gives dignity to our work. I say again, no job is just secular. Every job is an act of worship. Our jobs are then not just our source of income. May God forgive us if that's all a job is. The faithful discharge of our activities is an act of worship and an act of service to our Lord. Every believer must take this verse seriously. These words of Paul cover a lot of territory. God does not allow for slipshod work when the boss isn't looking, not if whatever we do in this body is worship and service to our Lord. Perhaps this verse will mean a radical change in how we view our work or our activities. I have focused on work. Actually, all activities in which we engage our bodies are included. Recreation, entertainment, or just leisure. Nothing in this life of a believer is amoral. I have focused on what this body that is to be sacrificed to the Lord does the activities, but this verse must also include the different parts or members of this body. Since the whole is made up of parts, that must be the case. In chapter 6, 13, Paul wrote, Do not offer the parts of your body to sin, but offer yourselves to God. Here Paul clearly states that every member of your body is to be offered or sacrificed to him. A person sinned with his lips. I heard him say, but my heart is right. That doesn't cut it. If Paul's words mean what they say, then that isn't an excuse at all. We don't sin with one member and excuse it with another. Some members of our bodies are more prone than others to be used for sin. I urge you, Paul wrote, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices which is your spiritual worship and service. As I said yesterday, this went counter to Greek philosophy. They often used their bodies for vice, for immoral purposes. What the Bible calls sexual immorality, they didn't, because it was the immaterial part of man, the soul that was important, not the body, they claimed. The body was simply the prison of the soul. The body was sometimes something to be ashamed of, not so in Christian thought. The body is nothing to be ashamed of. It is God's special creation. God lent dignity to the body at the incarnation when he assumed a human body in Jesus Christ. Here in Romans, again, we see the dignity in our material part, our body, I urge you, Paul writes, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, which is your spiritual service and worship.
I'm not. I'm yours, Lord. Try me now and see. See if I can be completely yours. I'm yours, Lord. What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.